good people welcome to shanghai chronicles this is episode 114 1-800 stay home i hope everyone has had a wonderful weekend and you're getting ready for this wonderful work week that is coming people um of course we have stopped counting down as far as the pandemic is concerned so i don't even know what day we're on we're just going to say we're on day 4580 okay um, so yet again, I hope everyone is staying safe. I hope everyone is remembering to wash their hands and let's get into the show. So for damn America, 80% of Georgia residents are hos- that have been hospitalized are black, of course. Um, so if you haven't been keeping up with the news lately, um, the White House a couple of weeks, weeks ago, they put in plan uh different phases that the governors can go through while opening up each state so the president left it up to the governors to be able to open up their states while georgia did not go through any of those phases he immediately opened up everything pretty much um so he immediately opened up barbershops nail salons um their executive, their stay-at-home order got lifted on Friday. So, you know, Georgia is in full action. So, of course, there are many pictures that have been circulating with people out at the clubs, people crowded up in parking lots, no one is practicing social distancing, nobody is having on masks, gloves, any of that. Um, so when the CDC researchers found that the occupational segregation places black workers increased risk for contracting COVID-19. So out of all of those people that have been hospitalized, 80% of them have been black. So <clears throat> this study um, took eight Georgia hospitals and they found that 247 out of 305 patients with the COVID-19 were black. So this survey was released on, I think, last Wednesday, and 40% of those sample um, um, patients, they either had diabetes and a condition twice as high among, um, which is twice as high among black uh, Georgia residents in comparison to non-black counterparts. Um of course, we know that in America, they say that the most percentage of people that can catch this virus and that have been, you know, contracted with the virus and that have died from the virus have been African-American. And of course, majority of Georgia, of course, Atlanta is all African-American. Um, just to give you some numbers, they said the community accounts for like 36 percent 
of the COVID-19 diagnosis in the state. And it's, um, they said that 28% of the diagnosis persons have not been counted for, I'm guessing. So, this is the thing. Um... We've talked about on the show, I think, um, when we had Remy on, we talked about how it is very important for Black people to, you know, try to stay as safe as possible, try to make sure that if they do go out, don't, you know, be around any of your elderly or anyone that you know may have um, a pre-existing condition. Um, there are people that are dying that are African-American that don't have pre-existing conditions. So, you know, you just had to take those things into consideration. So when the governor opened back up Georgia and opened everything back up in the time frame that he did, I can't even sit here and say that it has been all blacks that have been going out because it has been all races. And at this point, you know, at the beginning of this pandemic, when everything was happening, they were making it an African-American thing, then Latino thing. And now I've come to conclusion that it's not an African-American thing. It's not a Latino thing. It's a people thing. You know, it's like everyone is out there doing blacks, whites, Asians. Everyone is out there just doing the exact opposite now with the days coming and with the weather changing it's very tempting for us to want to go outside and you know do things and try to get back to normalcy but unfortunately normalcy is going to take some time and it's going to take for us to be able to make sure that we are utilizing all of our reliable sources, making sure that we are staying, you know, healthy, clean, washing our hands, things of that nature. Um, I seen a picture this weekend of everybody standing in line to get the new Jordans, you know, like the crowds of people. Then in Huntington Beach, California, you have crowds of protesters because they want the beach open. You know, people are just to the point where I don't know if they're just losing their minds or they're just to the point where like, you know, this is just ridiculous. You know, people die every day. You know, why is everything getting shut down just for this virus? And I think people just don't understand that this virus is a virus that the hospitals right now just don't have under control. You know, when it comes to the flu, they can get that underneath control. You know, there's a vaccine for it. There's, you know, different things that they're telling people to do. But with this particular virus, the fact that they don't have a vaccine, they don't have all the supplies to be able to protect themselves, you know, things like that. This one hits a little bit harder. And I understand, you know, businesses want to get back and boom in, you know, money makes the world girl money makes the world go round. But what do we do when there's no one there to make the money go around? You know, like we have to think about our lives, we have to think about our health, we have to think about just, you know, putting different things in perspective. You know, money is not the, you know, even though they say money is the root of all evil, but money doesn't bring happiness. Money doesn't bring health. Money doesn't bring you sanity. And 
I'd rather them have everything underneath control instead of just going out, rushing out, and we'll be back at, you know, square one all over again. And, you know, it just hurts that, you know, African-Americans, you know, we're going out here and, you know, they already see that we have inclined and, you know, the conditions are getting worsened. But, you know, they're saying also, too, that people who work in uh, industries have a high level of contact with the public. Um, additionally, 50% of black Americans are more likely to be represented in healthcare positions and 40% most likely work in the hospitals. So, uh, there was recently a thing where I saw in the uh, news in Detroit, this lady, this black nurse um, by the name of, um, I think her name is Deborah Gatewood. She was denied, repeatedly denied treatment by the hospitals where she spent 31 years working. Okay. She worked there for 31 years. So can you imagine you put all this time, all this effort, all this um leadership, determination, uh, motivation into this hospital that you've been at for 31 years, okay? The hospital is well known, uh, well known for, you know, the symptoms. They know everything. They should be able to, you know, look her up at the computer, everything, see that she's one of their own. She died after she was sent home from the hospital four times. Now, that's another thing. Blacks are also getting turned away from getting help. So even though they may not have the symptoms that the hospitals thinks that are okay, they are still sick and still experiencing the symptoms. And, you know, sometimes you want to think, you know, is the hospitals also working with the government to try to like, you know, mess with the numbers, add more numbers instead of actually helping people? You know, like, is that also, you know, something that they may be doing? Because if they are, you know, that really sucks because it just makes the numbers go up. It just makes the people be more frightened. And it honestly isn't right. So this lady... <clears throat> They sent her home because they were saying that um, they said they sent her home saying she's showing signs of COVID. So they were confirming that she most likely had COVID, but they did not test her. And the, her, the fact that she got affected, her daughter said, the fact that she got affected by doing the job she did for 31 years and she couldn't get taken, take, taken care of by her own family, meaning the, that hospital, I think the hospital was called Beaumont Hospital. It was it, it sad and I understand the daughter's pain. My mother gave you 31 years of devotion, dedication, you know, probably work multiple hours of shifts, you know, things like that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's hurtful that, you know, she passed away and she was 63 years old, this lady, and she worked 31 years in that hospital. And that hospital turned her away, knowing that she probably has been on a COVID unit helping, you know, patients, this, that, and the third, and they couldn't give her and offer her no help. And I think it's disgusting. 
And I read another article, too, where this Detroit newlywed, she lost her husband just days after they went, just days after he went to the barbershop. And they refused to help him at the hospital in Detroit. And, you know, that's another thing that we're coming across that most people are not uh, saying on the CNNs and the Fox News. Like, they're turning black people away. And black people are coming in there with the symptoms, sick, and they're turning them away and turning them away to the point where they're dying. So, you know, when you hear things like that, you want to make sure that you stay home, stay, you know, healthy, wash your hands. If you go out, wear a mask, wear gloves, because this can be your grandmother. This can be your aunt. This can be, you know, anyone that, you know you love and you encounter. And I think for some people, it really is a joke to them, but I think it won't really hit them until somebody close to them really has it or experienced it or, you know, is in the phase of being on a ventilator or, you know, actually gets turned back home and, you know, passes away. And of course, we don't wish death on anyone, but, you know, I I just think that a lot of us need to really take this serious. Um, the the governor of you know Georgia I don't know what his motive was I don't know if he just is just thinking like look this is like the flu this is what we're going to do you know open it back up I, I don't know I don't know I don't I really can't say what was running through his mind at, at the time but I will say now that this is not just a black issue this is a all race issue at this point in time and all races are out having a blast and that comes to bring me to my next topic but damn america with the national with the national mall the national mall was packed this weekend because everyone wanted to go out and view the blue angels the you know them flying in the sky to um support the nurses and healthcare workers and things like that and it was packed outside it was no social distancing yet again no masks no gloves just packed and you know when you look at these pictures from Huntington Beach to Georgia to the National Mall and you know other places you just get devastated because you just don't know where we will be come the next couple of days and the next couple of phases that we have with this virus and you know of course they're already saying that it's probably going to come back in the fall and you know things are going to you know basically go the virtual route for some things people have to work at home you know permanently like you know it's just so much you have to put in you know perspective and it just kills me that People are just, of course, like I stated before, just not taking it serious. And, you know, at first, when this first all came about, I was like, okay, you know what? This is not that serious, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then when I found and heard the article about them having their first case in D.C., I was like, okay, now this shit is hitting home. Like, this shit is, like, you know, really meaning something. So... You know, I just encourage everyone to just make sure that, 
you protect yourself if you want to go outside because it's beautiful outside just take a nice walk you know go for a run you know do things or take up things that you've never done before maybe you know ride a bike find a trail you know anything of that nature but just try your best to practice the social distancing make sure that you know washing your hands and just try to stay healthy and you know, for my African-Americans that was in that long-ass line getting them damn Jordans, y'all could have ordered that shit online, okay? Could have ordered it online. I know some people may feel bad ordering things because we're going through what we're going through, but you should have felt bad when you were standing in that line and you wasn't protecting yourself, okay? But, hey, so that's damn America. So let's get into our rising star. So our rising star, we have Brandon Fleming. Oh, so Brandon Fleming is a founder of the Harvard Diversity Project. So all before he turned 23, he dropped out of college and he worked an assembly line job and returned to the Liberty University for his BA degree and coaching Atlanta medical med, coaching Atlanta middle school debate team. Its success introduced him to Harvard University, where he joined the debate faculty at age 26 and created a pipeline for unprecedented youth in Ivy League admissions. The Harvard Diverse Project enrolls Atlanta high schoolers of color into Harvard's summer residency program with Fleming raising 500000 to pay their way. Fleming's Atlanta team first uh, competed in 2017 and became the first all-black team to win Harvard's tournament the following year. So shout out to uh, Brandon. He is 29. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. He has a Bachelor of Arts and Science from Liberty University and a Master of Arts and Science from the University of Georgia. So shout out to Brandon. We lift you up, good sir, as our rising star. So, of course, you know, y'all, I've been telling y'all that I've been learning, you know, how to twerk and, you know, not learning how to twerk, but, you know, just, you know, make myself better at twerking. Okay. So when we do get to go up back outside, you know, that bitch will be together. But, you know, until then, we're just going to do some virtual twerking. Okay. So, of course, you know, virtual is the big thing now. So the Real Housewives of Atlanta, they premiered their virtual reunion tour. I'm sorry, not tour shit. Their virtual reunion trailer. And the ladies look good. They did the all white thing. Everyone's in their different glam rooms in their houses. Um, it's still juicy. It's giving you everything. Um, I do know that they're doing this. Let me see. Um, hold on. Okay. So part one. This is what they're doing in part one. Um, Kenya is going to reveal where her relationship is with Mark, their current status. Um, things get heated with Nene and Eva because they go head in head. And I think that's because of the whole, you know, Nene said that Eva was boring. She don't really bring nothing to the show. And, you know, Eva to me, she's not boring. She's just you know, a glamour girl, you know, she will read one thing she does do on the show very well. I can give that to her. She will read the fuck out of you. So she reads a bitch down. Okay. Um, then Marlo and Tanya come and Portia brings up and Shay's receipts, um, about Kenya's loyalty. Okay. So that's going to be interesting because if you do watch the season, we know that Portia and Kenya were starting to rekindle their friendship. And I think that's all because 
neither one of them really had no good storylines. So they was like, listen, let's just be nice. We was pregnant around the same time. Let's kiki ha ha and let's be cool. Let's be friends. Okay. Uh, it's three parts to this. So the second part, Kenya and Portia discussed where their friendship went wrong. Then the Kenya and Nini get into it. Um, then the ladies open up about their past relationship struggles. Portia and Eva get into it. Now, Portia and Eva get into it to the point where I understand why um, Portia was upset because it was like, okay, you know what? It was like, okay, you calling me out for something that you did. You know you did wrong. You know you did this, that, and the third. You know you was coming at that girl, Kenya. You didn't want to bring your baby to a kid's party. So, you know, this is what you rather do. And then you talked about her C-section scar. Now, you know that was shady as shit, okay? Because, you know, you know, childbirth is sacred, it's special, and you don't know exactly why she needed to get a C-section. So I feel like Eva did a lot of a lot with that. It was like she really hit below the belt. So I can understand, you know, Portia's uh, frustration with that. And then the cookie lady ordeal, then Cynthia and Kenya examined. Okay, so the Cynthia and Kenya thing with their friendship, I'm just going to analyze this. Okay. We already discussed it. We we already knew that Kenya was wrong for bringing up about how what's what's her fiance name Matt Mark whoever was going to propose, and she basically kind of already spilled the beans. So it's like okay, she apologized about that in Greece, but it's like why do we have to rehash that on the reunion? Like why are we bringing it up? I guess the reunion is to talk about everything that occurred in the season, but it's like okay, she already apologized for it. What's the point of bringing it up again? What's the point of relashing it? Like, are they cool? Are they not cool? Like, you know, like, why do we care? But I can tell you it's going to be spicy. It's going to be good. And like I was telling um, Naima, my close friend, the Real Housewives of Atlanta, for me, I'm just like over them. Like, I'm over that franchise. I think it's maybe because maybe we need some new, fresh faces, maybe some younger, elite black women. I don't know. It's like, you know, they're not like all the other franchises. The other franchises, like Beverly Hills, Potomac, uh, New York, like all of them are giving spice. They having fun, you know, it's having a good time. Housewives of Atlanta, I just don't know. It's just like, I love the shade. The shade is all that. It's phenomenal. It's bomb. But then it's just like, okay. Like, I don't know. I think it's maybe the cast members, to be honest with you. I think it has to be the cast because I'm just not... I'm just not feeling the franchise. I'm not. And, you know, Real Housewives of Potomac, I was really bummed that it didn't come on on Sunday. Because I was waiting to like really get into their season. Because one thing about the Potomac girls, let me tell you, the cast they have is perfect. Even though I do miss Sharice a little bit and I miss Katie, but Katie, I feel like she needed to be off the show to deal with herself mentally. But I'm really, really upset that I couldn't get into that season premiere because I really want to know what's happening with Candace. What's going on with Monique, you know, and Monique is starting to become my favorite a little bit um, just these last couple of days. But like her tweets and things and like because she gives like cute little underlining shade, you know. And then, of course, you know, we have, you know, Giselle is cool, you know, Robin, love Robin, cool. But, you know, I was just really looking forward to this 
season premiere and it get pushed it got pushed back into the summer because i don't know if they're still like recording or trying to figure out how to record you know around the pandemic but i was really waiting for those ladies and i was really waiting for that tea but you know we shall see um it is getting a little spicy they did like a little challenge video and monique wasn't a part of the video and she had this to say let me tell you what the girl said honey she said she said fyi i wasn't excluded from the real housewives of potomac video at first i was down to do it but between three little kids business projects i'm working on etc it was hard to find the energy to do the videos required also, I couldn't get down with the fakery. They ghosted me last year. Now we chummy. Now, last year, if anybody recalls watching Real Housewives of Potomac, Monique was pregnant. So she wasn't in everything. She didn't go really go on most of the cash trips. She didn't do some things. And, you know, in the midst of all of that, I think her and Candace, like, lost their friendship. You know, it went sideways. And it's like, now Monique is, like, really cool with Ashley. And it's just a lot. And my girl Candace baby comes back with the shade and was like, it's always the ones who ain't doing shit who snitch the loudest about how busy they are. Laughing out loud. My bitch gave some shade. Now Candace is like an Eva of the group, but she's a different type of Eva. Like her shade, honey, is blunt shade. She is ready to give it all, risk it all. And my girl just ain't thought, okay? Ain't thought, ain't thought. But listen. You know, the Bravo franchises, I'm loving them. I'm not loving them. I, you know, I don't really know, you know, what to think, what not to think. Um, who knows? But, you know, we shall see. Um, so, also, Greenleaf is coming to an end, season five. And I don't know why that is. I'm very upset about it. Um, I know it's a really good show. But I like I feel like, you know, OWN is getting rid of a lot of its shows. Now, if it better not get rid of Queen Sugar because that is my show. But I don't understand like like first it was Love Is and then with the Love Is shit, they working it out with their marriage and we can't even get a season two. And, you know, first he was cheating with the girl that was the mistress that stole the story and all. it was just a whole bunch of shit with that and that's gone now green leaf is about to be gone like it's just you know i don't know what's going on there i don't know what's going on oprah network but all the good shows are leaving and she's not replacing them with anything else so i'm just trying to figure out like what is going to be in replace the green leaf but i guess we'll see um also um I don't even know if I want to do this, but like, okay. Um, Fat Joe has this show, Joe Oprah. It's a good show. Love it on Instagram. Jeezy was on the show and he came on there and was just like, oh, you know, after Puff said, we said about Kim, it was like, you know, you know when you have the one and Jenny Ma is the one. And, you know, I call bullshit on that because they only been dating for a month. So I guess you mean to tell me, I guess in their world, you know, when it's the one after three days, a month, 30 days, I don't know. But it's like, you wasn't even dating a girl long. Then I'm trying to figure out, was you cheating on your fiance, your fiance, baby mother with Jenny Ma? You know, it's just all types of stuff around that relationship. And, you know, our black men, it's like, 
with it's like it kills them to really be with their queens you know it kills some of them and then when some of them don't get what they want or don't get what they demand in certain situations and relationships it's like they run to the other races because they know the other races are gonna tolerate their shit and you know here i'm looking at jeezy he's on instagram teaching jenny my mom coming to america and teaching like teaching them our culture and then as black women we get upset when we see these other cultures we see these other races you know embracing our culture and then doing certain things with the culture because we have these men that go in and are teaching them the culture so that they can become one with them you wouldn't even have to do all of that you wouldn't even have to be a professor you wouldn't even have to be any of that if you would just stick with your black queen okay so are women at fault because we chose to go to other races too? Are we at fault because we choose to go to other races? Not because, not because we want to teach them things or have them do. We go to other races because we want to be loved. We want to be respected. We want to be in something you know we don't want to wait until we're 50 and 40 to get married and propose to no but then when you leave your black queen that you've been with for 10 plus years and 15 years you go and propose to the other race that you only been dating for a month Make it make sense, Jesus. And he's on there talking about, oh, you know, when you know. And, and then you, oh, I listen to Diddy. Don't listen to Diddy. Because Diddy don't know shit. Diddy ass had a prize. And he had two prizes, actually. Treated them both like shit. So, you know, the other prize moved on, had a baby, and is married. Everything that she wanted to do with Diddy. And moved on to the trainer, might I add. Who's a white guy? You know, like, it's just certain things. But who am I? Um... Also, you know, there's been a lot of battles coming up. So, uh, the girl power is going to be full in fact this Sunday for Mother's Day because we're going to have Erica Badu and Jill Scott, the versus Timberland, and them have set that up. This is going to be amazing. I love the Neo Soul. It's going to be perfect. Mother's Day is just going to be perfect for all the mothers virtually because Babyface is going to play everything from his Waiting to Exhale album, which is the best fucking album that came out in the 90s. And then you're going to have Jill Scott and uh erica badu i think i'm going with jill from philly but erica badu has classics that are like no other so i feel like honestly i can't really i'm just going to take that back i'm not even going to go with jill i'm not even going to choose anybody because i honestly don't know i feel like the battle is just going to be the best thing that the internet has ever you know witnessed so you know we shall see um and going back to the black men so the guy kenya barris he does black as fuck blackish grownish he you know was talking with ti and he filed for divorce on his birthday so you know he's been with his wife for 20 plus years they got six kids together all of that shit he filed for divorce on his birthday. When I watched the show Black as Fuck, it's a show that is very intellectual. You really have to be open-minded. You really have to like understand the outline of things that he's talking about when it comes to black issues, 
different relationships, all of that. Now, when I think of the shows and all the shows that he has done, it's based off of his life because Black is just based off of his life. And of course, there was a rumor coming around that he was dating Tracy Ellis Ross. I don't know how true that is, but that was just what what a bitch heard, what a bitch seen. So when I looked at the show Black as Fuck and I'm thinking, okay, this is based off of his life. Listen, they was having some issues. It felt like, you know, they had some little drama here and there. And, you know, they didn't really see eye to eye with certain things, especially like when it came to like helping with the kids in the house, you know, certain issues. So that was a thing. So I can see the underlining issues. Then it was like, you know, when she first filed for divorce, it was like, oh, they wanted, he wanted to work it out with her. He wanted to know, you know, she took back her appeal. And I think, I think, I feel, and I don't want to feel this way. I hope he didn't kind of like trap her, leave her, lead her on to think that they was going to be able to work it out while he was working with his lawyer and getting his paperwork together to file it to her on his birthday. You know, like, I wonder, like, because I don't know if that was like a big memorable birthday. I don't even really know how old he turned, but it was like, okay, was that on your bucket list? Okay, when I turned 50 or whatever. I'm going to go ahead and divorce my wife. You know, like it was just so crazy that it happened to be on his birthday. And it's like when your birthday comes around, are you going to be like celebrating you not being married anymore? Like, like what is going to be really happening with your birthdays? You know, like I would I would really, you know. I don't know. And I, I hope the wife feels some type of way because I would feel some type of way like, okay, hold up. You said that we was going to work it out when I went and put my foot forward. Now it's like, okay, did we really work it out or did you just, you know, did I get caught up? Like, you know, like what really went down? So I don't know. He seems a little flaky to me. Um, he's very talented though. Love his creativity. Love how he's blanking, bringing, I'm sorry, bringing black, you know, us African-Americans on the screen, you know, getting, you know, certain messages and things across, but his personal life sounds shitty. It sounds very messy. He sounds messy. And, and I, and I would love, love to see, love to see who his new girlfriend is. Cause I'm sure he has one. I'm sure he has one. If it's Tracy Ellis Ross, listen, more power to her. She works with him. I wouldn't think that she would mix business with pleasure, but we don't know. So, yeah, well, that we'll see. We, we'll see. Um, I mean, it's a lot of, you know, people figuring out things since we've been through, pan- been through the pandemic. Relationships are really on ease, you know, on edge friendships everything you know and you know Jada Pickett she made a thing it was like she came to the realization that she really she realized she don't know her husband too well and it's just like okay so she's you know she's she's going through this pandemic when I guess you know they're learning things about each other they're growing together and then there are some relationships that are just not going to make it throughout the pandemic there are going to be a lot of single people a lot of single people that are going to be out after this pandemic. And I pray that, you know, marriages don't fail. I pray that relationships that were, that were once in a bad place, I pray that they get in a good place. But girl, Jada, don't make that announcement because I'm sure the bitches is lined up waiting to get in the DMs to figure out what's going on. 
is will available. Because once you say that, it's like it gives it gives the, the side chicks the ding 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 ding. It just like it puts a put something in their head like oh, you ain't realize that oh okay so that must mean that will not happen. Mm. So if I probably slide in his DM, he probably gonna respond oh okay. Okay, but you know, did you realize that after y'all was doing the swinging? Because they did say that y'all was used to be swinging in y'all relationships. I'm just trying to, you know, figure that out. How is that working? And I feel like Tammy is the same way. She's telling us, Tammy, she's telling us how her and Walker need to have sex on a daily basis. And, you know, this, that, and the third. And how she want to threesome with him. Girl, certain things you don't say and do or do tell us any of that business. Because when your man is known to be a cheater, you shouldn't be wanting no threesome. No, threesome should not even cross your mind when your man is a cheater. You just need to have regular, simple sex or spice it up sex. Whatever type of sex you need to have, you need to have that. Don't bring no other bitch in the bedroom, okay? Because your man is a well-known cheater and that means it gives him the red light that it's okay. So when you have a cheater, listen, I understand you bitches want to spice it up. You're thinking, you know, if you do threesomes, that would spice it up with the nigga. That don't spice it up with the nigga because some of y'all, but some of y'all be in y'all feelings too much and it causes issues, okay? It causes issues, okay? And instead of you calling 1-800-STAY-HOME, you're going to be calling 911 because y'all going to be in there fighting this shit over a nigga because you wanted to spice it up, okay? Stop trying to spice it up. Just spice it up with yourself. Learn some different moves, you know? Do something. But y'all being very vocal during this quarantine about y'all men, and y'all just don't know, the side girls is ready. Their index fingers is ready and typing and DMing and all of that, okay? You can't be telling all the... No, can't can't do it, okay? I appreciate the transparency, but it's just... Yeah, it's not... It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Um, Let me rewind real quick. I forgot. So, when I talked about the battle with Jill Sky and Erica Badu, yes. Great, it's gonna be a great battle. Love it. I, for, I, I forgot that I came across that... Ray J wants a battle with Brandy and Monica. Now, that would be a lovely battle because, of course, growing up in the 90s, you know, we were always to think that Brandy and Monica did not like each other. And I, I don't even know to this day if they still do. I don't even know if they see each other, if they speak, whatever. But I feel like the battle might be a little one-sided only because I feel like Brandy does have more albums than Monica and a little bit more hits but Monica also has some underlining hits that we don't know about and so maybe the maybe it it would be a very 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 good interesting battle because of the simple fact of this Will both of them play the boy is mine? Like, who is going to be the first person to play the boy is mine? Like, can they play the boy is mine in the battle, even though it featured both of them? You know, because that was their jumping hottest single. You know, like, who's going to be the first person to play the boy is, boy is mine? Like, it's going to be Brandy. It's going to be Monica. Like, 
who will be the first person to play it? Can both of them play it and we both can get it, you know, a different, like, how is that going to go? Like, that battle will be very, very, very interesting. I feel like it would be some cute, some cute underlining shade because Monica can get a little shady now and Brandy can too. So I feel like it'll be a little bit of shade being thrown out there. Like, it would just be very, 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 very spicy. Right? Very spicy. And we love spice. We love spice. And... I, I I agree with Ray J. Like I'm I, I will be there for that battle. I will love it. I will enjoy it. It will make me feel like I'm 14 all over again. You know, like it will bring so much joy in in my heart because now that I'm like listening to these battles, like in the nineties, the nineties growing up, if you're like a eighties baby, nineties baby, we had the best music. Like now the music is good too, but it's like does some of these artists, you know, do they have the substance? Like the 90s it was just cla- like it's so many classics so many classics so many classics like it, it's 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 ridiculous it's ridiculous i love it and i i would love to see that i really 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 would love to see that battle like i would love to see brandy and monica i would love to see jd and p diddy like you know i would love to see some of them but hey, we'll we'll see. I mean, Versus has been doing a good job giving us good battles, you know, so we'll see if they, you know, pick up. Um Be uh Beyonce and Megan, they did the Savage remix. And at first I, I wasn't liking it, but I've listened to it a couple of times. And you know you have you know when you have songs you have to hear how it sounds in the car. Like I don't know if if I'm like me and Rob is people like that like we gotta see how a bump in a car because you know like you ride in the car you want to make sure your music tight weather changing when it's gonna be rolled down you know whatever so i listened to the song again it's good then i listened again and i'm like okay i get a bop but it's just like okay this song was so drawn it was the song was so ran down in the ground from the damn tiktok challenge it was like you know you can't really enjoy it with beyonce on it because it was like we kept hearing it over and over and over and over and over again but i did give it a try i'm gonna try to give it another another try but i mean it, it was pretty okay it was okay i don't have that many complaints about it it was good now the drake album i'm not feeling I know some people probably gonna come at me, but Drake could have saved those leaked songs. We already knew they was leaked. It's maybe one or two on there, but it's not his best. Like, we didn't really need it. It's like, you know, we didn't ask for it. We didn't need it. The Tootsie Slide was good. That's the That was great single. You know, TikTok videos, whatever. But the other songs, you know, they're okay. But it's just like, okay, do we put, because we had this conversation in the group chat, do we put Jay-Z on a pedestal? Like, is he like a Beyonce of hip-hop? Like, do we give him so much credit? But really and truly, people are scared to say that his shit is trash. Like, do people do that? And I think, well, I think along the line, some people do. You know, it's okay for people that are your favorite for you to say, like, look, this shit is trash, bro. Like, he could have did better. I know he got potential, you know, you know, but... 
it wasn't one of my best Drake albums. Um, I guess it's supposed to be coming out with something in the summer, but it wasn't the best. It, it wasn't. Um, but speaking of albums and speaking of someone that has really taking this virtual thing to the next core. This person that has even taken 1-800-STAY-HOME to the next level. Tori fucking Langs. Listen, I have a list of people that whenever we get out at the end of quarantine, I'm going to do an episode and I'm going to have just a list of people for the Twerk Something segment that I have been ultimately loving through the pandemic as celebrities and Tory Lanez is one of them between quarantine radio and then this YouTube concert he gave like he is for the win during this pandemic okay quarantine radio came back yesterday on Sunday and it was like it never had left it was crazy then you know he gives his YouTube concert he did all his songs he practiced social distancing he kind of showed his his showed his talent showed his ability and I loved it like I I loved it that YouTube video was genius it was genius because you know people can you got smart TVs you can download the YouTube app on your on your TV tablet whatever and watch watch him perform all his hits and I thought it was perfect idea you know he did a thing where he raised money for the healthcare workers you know people were donating so I really 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 fuck with Tory Lanez like I really fuck with Tory Lanez if I didn't fuck with him before it's like it's on another level like love him it's on a whole another level but he gets so many points, like so many points. I mean, and with the quarantine radio, it's not even about the girls on there shaking ass or whatever they're doing. It's just about the commentary that comes with it. Like Tory Lanez is like showing his personality. He's a fool, you know, and it's just fun. It's 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 authentic. And I and I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, So before we close out the twerk something segment, um. I just want to give a public service announcement to Meek Mills. Like, Meek, please stop tweeting. Put your phone down. He tweeted something about, oh, I hope when her water break, I'm not high. Like, Meek, I hope you're not high either, okay? I hope you prepare. I hope you're ready. Bring this baby home, whatever. But through the midst of it all, just please keep your phone down, okay? These Twitter fingers with you, they have been moving. Okay, they've been moving and they've been moving fast because you've been tweeting your ass off. Okay, I don't know. if I don't know if I should watch out for you or Wale. I don't know. But y'all have been tweeting your asses off. Meek, just please put the phone down. It's a public service announcement. Please put the phone down. Okay, just put it down. Thank you. Thank you. Just please put the phone down. Thank you. Um. So let's get into what you won't do. So what you won't do, people, is forget about social distancing just because it's nice out. Please, people, please remember to be six feet away, whether you're in a grocery store, whether you're, you know, outside, whether you have people over your house, whether you go to the park and just relax and just please remember the social distancing. Please wear your mask. Please wear your gloves. Do all of those, you know, things. Okay, do all of those things. And what you won't do is not tell me that The Wire was not the best television show on TV in the 2000s. Because I am currently binge watching The Wire again. And The Wire is so 
good. It's almost like I'm watching it and I haven't seen it before. And hands down, nobody cannot tell me. you. That's what you won't do. You won't tell me that The Wire was not the best series that was on TV in the 2000s. Because it was. It was like the best of the best okay and being as though that i can't get to baltimore and see my friends that's the closest i'm gonna get so i've been been watching the seasons all over again i'm on season two episode like three and i'm loving it i'm loving it and that's what you won't do nobody won't tell me you cannot tell me that the wire was not the best thing on tv in the 2000s if you are you're crazy you're crazy you're crazy you're crazy um so this is episode 114 1-800-STAY HOME I hope everyone has a wonderful work week I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend um please remember people if you go outside please practice social distancing please wash your hands please wear these masks and you know just remember that God is in control of all of this, okay? I don't mean to go too spiritual on y'all, but even though everything is put into the governor's hands and when we're going to open, I think God will have that final answer, okay? So just remember that. Um, Of course, you guys can stream us can stream me on all platforms, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, iTunes, um, all of that. Um, also, if you want to help a girl out, I know it's crazy to ask that during these difficult times, but you can always support the podcast by giving a little small donation, even if it's 99 cents. Okay, I bet you will take it. Okay, but you can definitely do that. And then, of course, you can also subscribe and then you can follow us on twitter and um instagram shanghai underscore chronicles so yet again everyone have a wonderful work week and i am out